0: What is going on everyone? Welcome to episode 40 of Rookie Mistakes. On today's episode, we are going to be talking about Romania and this is a travel guide on steroids because I was there for 25 days. I went to a bunch of different cities so I have everyone covered if you are planning a trip to Romania. I think for a lot of people, when you hear Romania, you probably think of Dracula, I We'd say that's Romania's claim to fame, and there are also a lot of castles in Romania to check out. I think that's really the highlight of Romania, seeing all the different castles there are. So really quickly before we dive right into this episode. I thought I should explain geography. This is a little geography lesson for everyone. So in Europe, there's the zone called the Schengen Zone. That's S-C-H-E-N-G-E-N. And what this zone is, is basically where if you are traveling within this zone, if you're going to all these different countries that are a part of this zone... You can only be within it for three months total. A lot of the countries that you're going to want to visit, think France, Spain, Germany, the Nordic countries, all of these countries are a part of this zone. So let's say you were in France for a month and then you went to Germany next. You'd only be able to stay in Germany for two months at that point. That's all that's covered. You don't need a visa to go into this zone, but that does limit you then with being able to only be there for three months. So not all European countries are a part of this zone and Romania is one of them. So if you are traveling long term, let's say, and you go to Romania, you don't have to worry about that trip counting towards your 90 days in the Schengen zone. Keep that in mind. The UK is also not a part of this zone. So that is another one where you wouldn't have to worry about it. Why I'm telling you this is because I think Romania... For one, it's not one of those places where you're going to just go to one city. It's not a place where you're going to say, I'm going to go on vacation to Bucharest for a week, right? That's not something you'd want to do. If you're going to Romania, you want to go all over the country because there's a lot of great cities to see. So generally, that's more of a long-term trip, right? Maybe let's say two weeks, a week and a half. You could do a week if you absolutely had to. But what I would say is if you're going on vacation, you're probably gonna to wanna to go to some other country unless you have some kind of you know, connection to Romania. So I think Romania is a great place to go if you're actually traveling throughout Europe long-term, let's say kind of like what I did. Let's say you're gonna be in Europe for three months or maybe you're studying abroad somewhere in Europe and you wanna to go to Romania, then I think it's a really good place to go. But other than that, I would look to maybe go to different countries within Europe if you're just looking at it for a vacation. With that, let's get into Romania. I went to three cities in Romania. I went to Cluj-Napoca, I went to Timishora, and I went to Brasov. okay? And so I'm just gonna go quickly through all three of them, and I'm gonna tell you all the good restaurants, all the places you actually wanna see. There's not a ton to see, I would say, in each city, which is nice, and that really makes it easy to go to all these different cities. So it's not like you're getting overwhelmed with having to see a bunch of different things in one city and then going on to the next one. Romania is a really nice place to visit because it's very chill. And like I said before, I had an absolute blast. I think if you're in college or you know, you're know you a young person, I think going to Romania is a great thing because it's really cheap. And then also you will have a lot of fun. You will meet a lot of people that you will probably end up liking a lot. So Cluj-Napoca. As always, I'm going to talk about the food first, my favorite thing. I think Cluj-Napoca had the best overall restaurants maybe out of the three places I went. Maybe Brashov is close to that, but the first place I'd recommend if you're in Cluj-Napoca is napoli central this is an italian restaurant really good italian food if you are craving that another place that's italian which i would say if you're going to choose between the two i would go to this place it's called pizza acrobatica that food was absolutely amazing i had pizza salad i think i had a chocolate lava cake with berry sauce and vanilla ice cream with powdered sugar to die for I really enjoyed that place so those are two Italian places to check out what was interesting with Cluj as well was I felt like there was a lot of French and Italian influence there was like a lot of French restaurants and Italian restaurants so I don't know if there's something with the history of Romania to why that's the case or if people I don't know just have ancestry from like France and Italy or whatever but these next places are all kind of French-influenced. So Bijoli, this, I think, is one of the top two restaurants in all of Cluj, I think. If you're going to listen to me about any of these restaurants, this is the one you want to check out. It's B-U-J-O-L-E-E. The food was to die for. I had, if I remember correctly, let's see, I had a hummus appetizer, and they gave you spinach and asparagus with tomatoes and then bread with it. And then I had beef tagliatelle, which was amazing. The beef was so tender. I was really surprised at how good it was, actually. And then for dessert, because you always got to get dessert, remember? I had raspberry cheesecake with caramelized sugar on top of it, and that was amazing as well. The next place... Very similar to Bajoli. It's called the Nuka Bistro. It was good, I thought, but Bajoli is way better. So if you have to choose one, go to Bajoli. But this place, if for whatever reason, let's say like you can't get into Bajoli, maybe it's too crowded or something, Nuka Bistro is right next to it and you can go there as well. I had hummus once again. I thought the hummus was crap. It was weird because it was like really thick and I've never had hummus like that before. It was also orange, which I thought was weird. I'd avoid the hummus there, but I had pasta there. I had a lot of pasta on this trip for whatever reason, but I had pasta, and I also had cheesecake there, and that was good. The next place I'd recommend, same area, right? So these, all these restaurants I'm talking about right now, if I could give you a little like image of what it's like. So there's basically this really big square in the center of Cluj, and In this square is one of the highlights of the city, which is the church that they have there. It's the St. Michael's Church. And then they have also have a statue of Matthias Corvinus, who was the king of Hungary in Croatia in the 1400s. So he was like a big figure in Romania. And so there's a statue of him. That's kind of like the center of the city, right? And so when you have that church to your right. Let's say you're going to look straight ahead and there's going to be a row of restaurants basically. And so this is where all these restaurants I'm talking about right now, Bajoli, Nuka Bistro, and then this next one, Toulouse Brasserie. This is where they all are. They're all lined up. It's a nice little area. There's a lot of outdoor seating and like the outdoor umbrellas overhead, right? So A lot of food options you're probably going to eat in this area. So remember, Bajoli, that's the best restaurant in that area. But yes, Toulouse Brasserie. What I would say about this place is the food was awful. Okay, I had, I don't know why I had this. I think the waiter told me to get this. This is what he recommended to me, which is weird because it's like, why would you have fajitas in Romania? Right? That seems like a, a bad decision on my part. But yes, I had fajitas and it tasted like they just poured a whole container of salt on it because it was so salty. It was disgusting. And then I also had a quesadilla appetizer, which was too salty and that was bad as well. But the reason why I'm telling you about this place is because you need to go here to get the dessert because I will say the dessert was to die for. It probably is the most appetizing delicious looking dessert i've ever seen it was good to eat as well but just looking at it amazing you can go on my instagram and you can actually find this so it's called the caramelita that's what it is on the menu and what it is it's homemade apple pie but crumbled up with caramelized walnuts and then vanilla ice cream and caramel sauce on top i'm telling you seriously like go look on my instagram and you you'll find it pretty easily this dessert was to die for. So what I would do, me being the, you know, the glutton that I am, if I were to do it all over again, I would go to Bajoli, okay, and I'd get, you know, have my meal, I'd have the raspberry cheesecake again probably, and then I'd head on over to Toulouse Brasserie and I'd have that caramelita dessert because it was to die for so if you're craving dessert or something a little sweet i would then go to toulouse brasserie and get the dessert there the next place i'd recommend to eat and this one for all of the americans out there this is one you'll be familiar with it's called marty boulevard it's literally the romanian version of bj's so they have a gigantic menu with a wide variety of different things to get i had mac and cheese with breadcrumbs and it was topped with sriracha and it was one of the best mac and cheeses I've ever had in my life. I loved it. You can see that as well on my Instagram. Go find that if you want to know what it looks like. And of course, why I say this place is like BJ's is because they also have pazukis here, which was, you know, something a little close to home. I used to go to BJ's all the time when I was in college. So to see pizzukis at a different restaurant, especially, you know, across the world, that was pretty cool. So you can get a pizzuki as well there if you... Or one who loves the pazuki The last place I would recommend to eat, and this I would say is one you wanna go to of all the places I'm recommending, you wanna go here and then you wanna go to Bajoli. So this place is a vegan restaurant. And if you're not a vegan, if you love your meat, I myself love meat. This was the first vegan restaurant I've ever been to in my entire life, which once again, you think, oh, a vegan restaurant in Romania, and this is your first time, kind of weird, right? Another place with a huge menu, a lot of variety, and it was really nice on the inside, nice interior, and then they had patio seating outside, which was, you know, very nice, and so I would definitely check this place out, especially if you're vegan. They have pressed juices, they have tonics, they have smoothies, so many different things. I had spaghetti. I had so much pasta. Now looking back on it and inclusion, it's actually crazy. So yes, I had spaghetti, hummus and pita bread, a lot of hummus. I think why I had so much hummus in Romania was because I discovered hummus in Budapest, which is where I was before. And Fell in love with that and so I literally would look for hummus on any menu whenever I went to a restaurant from that point on So that's why you keep hearing hummus and then I also had cucumber sushi rolls with black rice So I thought that was pretty unique and that was good and then of course once again raspberry cheesecake for dessert That's another one all these these common things. It's like pasta hummus and raspberry cheesecake That's the that's the three things that I ate the most <laughs> in in Cluj. So yes, raspberry cheesecake. It had like a raspberry ice cream layer at the top. And then I want to say a vanilla or some type of cheese middle. I don't know how they'd actually do it being vegan. That's interesting. I wonder what they use to do that. But yes, and then there is a crust on the bottom layer. So that was really good. Definitely a place you want to check out. As far as the things to see, I don't think there's much to see. I think you want two to three full days in... Cluj, i was there i want to say for like around eight and part of that was because i was sick for the first few days i was there so i literally just like laid in bed in my hostel all day so i had to add on additional days to see everything but yes two or three full days and you'll be good so the one thing you're gonna want to do and this is i'd say the highlight with Cluj, is you want to go to this salt mine it's called selena turda it's t-u-r-d-a This is one of the coolest things I think that I did in all of my 10 months of travel. Just a really unique experience. And so it's the salt mine where you can do like a tour, right? You can walk around and see it and you go underground and then... Also, when you get to the very bottom, which is really cool, and I think is the unique thing about it, is they have all these pool tables set up. There's ping pong tables. They have mini bowling. There's a giant Ferris wheel in the freaking salt mine, which is crazy. And then there's like rowing boats in this small lake that's also in the salt mine and so you can just you know like row around with a partner and there's these lights these you know really dim lights all around it's a really cool thing because you're in this giant salt mine right and you're in this little body of water and you're just like looking up at everything at all the different you know like textures of the salt and everything like that and like the the way the mine you know looks it's a really cool experience so I highly 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 recommend you do this the thing that sucks about this is that it's kind of a pain to get to it's only, I think, an hour by bus, which isn't bad at all, but it was really difficult to find the bus that you needed to take to get to the city because the salt mine is in Turda. Like Turda is a city near Cluj. So that was a pain. You can take a taxi to the salt mine. Let's say like the only reason why I took a bus was because of the hostel I was staying at. They obviously, you know, because it's in a big attraction, they know all about it. So they would just direct people to where they need to go for the bus. So the first day I tried to go by myself to find the bus and I couldn't, I literally couldn't find it. So I just like went back to the hostel and then I ended up going again with someone else and we were able to find the bus this time. And so we went to the salt mine together, but yeah, it's a pain. If you do take a taxi, I think it's around $20, which isn't terrible to be honest, especially if you're with people so you can split the price. But yeah, it's $20 for a taxi and that would take, you know, like 45 minutes to get there, so not a big deal. If you do take the bus, you get to the city of Turda and then you also then would have to take a taxi to the salt mine, so it's like a double, you know, like double trip where you're paying for two separate modes of transportation, which isn't bad honestly, like the the bus, I want to say was two dollars which is nothing and then to actually visit the salt mine which is a steal it's only seven us dollars so that's a really cheap experience really fun experience to have the only other things i would say that you're going to want to see is just literally going around the city and just checking it out there's not anything really specific that i'd say you need to go and see whether that's like a museum or something like that You're going to want to go check out St. Michael's Church. That's easy in the center of the town. And you just walk in, you know, check it out, walk out. And then the statue that I was talking about too, that one, you just, you know, you look at it and whatever, there you go. That one is actually on my Instagram as well. That's one of my favorite photos I think I ever have taken because for whatever reason, just the clouds and the sun looked so perfect that day. So I have like the picture of the statue. And in the background, there's these clouds, but there's like golden light. So the cloud, there's like sunbeams coming through the clouds. It's a really cool picture. That one's like the actually the only photo that I've ever posted. Because when you post travel photos, a lot of the time, you know, you can like tag travel accounts, and then Maybe they'll post it if they like the photo. That's the only photo I've ever posted on Instagram that actually like a travel Instagram account has used on their own page. And so I actually thought that was pretty cool. It was like a Romanian travel page and they saw the photo and so they posted it. So they reposted it on their Instagram. So that was cool. So I would do that. And then the only other like really, you know, unique thing you'll hear about other than the mine in Cluj is the forest they have in Cluj. It's called the Hoya Forest h-o-i-a and this forest is popular because it's supposed to be haunted if you look it up right now and you go to images on google it'll look really airy and like the the branches and the trees are just really creepy and so you know i thought that would be such a cool thing to do and i ended up doing it with two other people from my hostel and it was just it was just a pain we literally couldn't find the area where they had like the really creepy branches and we wandered around this gigantic forest for probably four hours I guess it was a cool little experience to have with people right like a nice story to look back on but yeah it was a complete waste of time and we also got scammed by an Uber driver, which was a pain. So, yeah, it just wasn't ideal. I don't think it's something you need to do. If I were to say to do anything, it would be the salt mine, and then just check out the city. If you are looking for a little bit of nightlife, I did end up going out with people from my hostel one of the t- nights I was in Cluj, and people actually went out like every single night that I was there, people from my hostel, that is. So, there is stuff to do. We went to this club, it was called the Flying Circus, and It was cool because it was just separate rooms with different music playing, and then they had a lounge area with foosball tables, so you could do that, and there's, like, the bar. So that was fun, and I actually did go out, like, quite frequently a lot all over Romania, and it's nice because, like, being from Los Angeles, right, there's this whole—I don't know, there's, like, this whole underground scene, I feel like, with clubs, and it's very, like—I don't know what the word is for clubs— I want to say like political that's not the right word but I mean you'd get what I mean it's like if you're not a hot girl you're not really going to get in the club right like if you're a guy for example or if you're not with girls you're not going to get in and then it's like you wait in line all night and it's like certain people get in and certain people don't and then like guys have to pay and girls don't right there's all this like there's all these politics involved with clubs and it's like this whole little world and it's like oh bottle service and all this stuff right That's kind of just like, to me, it's just like a pain and overwhelming. It's not like that at all in Romania. It's actually really nice where you just like wait in line and you go in and it's not super crowded, right? And there's no like, oh, this person's not getting in, that person's not getting in. So yeah, it's a really cool little experience I think to have. It's called the Flying Circus. That's the only place I went to. Check that out. If you are looking to stay in a hostel, I can't say enough good things about this hostel. This is where I stayed. It's called Transylvania Hostel. The staff was really, really nice. The man that owns the hostel is actually American, and he was a great guy. He's one of those owners. I think there's like two types of owners, right? There's the ones that own a business, and then they kind of just, you know, have their employees, and the employees do everything. And then there's like the types of owners that are really hands-on and they're actually like involved with the day-to-day operations of the business. And so he was like that. He was like literally like cleaning rooms, changing sheets, cleaning bathrooms, like checking people in. Right. So he was a really nice guy. I think he moved to Romania either with his family, which was really random, or he met someone in Romania and ended up staying there something like that. Right. So Highly, highly, highly recommend this hostel if you're looking to stay in one. It's clean, it's quiet, you'll have a ton of fun, it's easy to meet people, you'll be able to go out with people. The staff are people that you'll be able to go out with as well, so yes, that is Cluj. The next place I went to, Shora, and this is one where it's a little weird because Shora, I would say, is a place that you could skip... If you're crunched for time, because the attractions in Timishora, I would say, are like the castles that you can visit from Timishora, but the castles aren't that close to Timishora. Like, there aren't any castles really within the cities you're gonna be staying in. It's more of like you're gonna have a base of operations in a city, and then you're gonna to have to travel out to the castle, and it'll be like a day trip. As far as the food goes, the only places I'd recommend really are. This place called Massimo, it's M-A-S-S-I-M-O. It's an Italian cafe, really popular place within the city center. Pizza, pasta, meat plates, they have an own, their own separate store that does gelato only. So that's kind of cool, so you can get gelato and then there's the cafe part to eat dinner or lunch. I think I ate here the most. I ate here like three or four times and I was in Timmy Shore for probably like close to a week. So yeah, I ate here a ton. A lot of dessert options as well. It's good. Highly recommend that place if you're into Mishora. The only other place I'd recommend is Nita Omelette Bistro. This is a breakfast place, really good breakfast. So if you're looking for that, then check that place out. It's N-E-A-T-A and then Omelette Bistro. One place I'd say to avoid, it's called Restaurant Urban. Funny story with this place. So I went here when there was literally no one there. It was just me. I went here for dinner you know, ate my meal or whatever, and I wanted dessert. And I was trying to decide between two different desserts. One of them was the safe bet, right? You know, just the common dessert, like it's going to be good probably wherever you get it, you know what you're getting. And this other dessert I was really curious about. I, of course, decided... To go with the one that i was curious about my curiosity got the best of me so i ordered this dessert and i'm thinking it's this small thing what it's basically supposed to be is like think of layers of crepes with custard on top of it that's what i thought i was getting and then it's baked so this thing comes to me and it's this huge dessert it's in this pan and it's just smothered with like custard or some type of glaze. And then so I get it. And once again, there's no one here. So like it's very, it's not like the waiters are busy and distracted. They're just kind of like sitting around, right? And so I get this dessert and I start eating it and I bite into it. And I literally like it was the most disgusting thing I i think I probably ate in all of my travels, <laughs> It was filled with ricotta cheese on each different layer, which I didn't know because obviously like the menu's in Romanian and it didn't Mentioned that and i thought from the picture it would you know be good and so yeah it was like layers of i use it as a crepe right it was like a crepe and layer by layer and there was cheese in the middle of it ricotta cheese and it was i literally like i could not stomach it at all like i couldn't eat any of it and it was this huge pan right so i'm left with this huge pan of something that i can't eat and i just felt really bad about like being like oh I'm done and literally not having eaten any of it so I you know I start messing around with it to make it look like I ate it and I'm thinking to myself this isn't gonna work like it literally looks like I didn't eat any of it so I start looking around to see if any of the waiters are looking at me and then when I know like they're not I take a napkin and I I shovel a bunch of the dessert into the napkin and I rolled it up in a ball, right? And then I put it in my backpack and then I would wait until they weren't looking again or until like they went to a different part of the restaurant and then I would do it again. And I kept doing it until like three-fourths of it was gone. And so <laughs> I had all this this crappy dessert in my front part of my backpack and it's all mushy and gross and I'm just praying like, oh, please don't let this go all over my backpack. That would be awful. And so I finally tell the waitress, I'm like, okay, I'm done. Like, you can take it away. And she kind of smiles at me and she was like, you liked it? And I was like, yeah, it was good, right? And so I I, I don't know, me being the paranoid person that I am, I kind of feel like she knew that I didn't like it, but I don't know if she knew that I, you know, shoveled it into my backpack. So restaurant urban i wouldn't go there if food wasn't that great it does get a good rating on you know google reviews but i would avoid that place like the plague so that's food not a ton of restaurants honestly like i said i ate at massimo most of the time and if you're only there for two or three days you're not going to have to worry about it getting into what to see as i mentioned you have the t- option to go to these two castles right and so in timishora itself in the city. I don't think there's really much to see other than just experiencing the city and then maybe finding something. There is a lot of good nightlife in the city, so that's an option as well. If you do wanna go to the castles, there's one castle, it's called Corvin Castle. It's It's like out of a fairy tale. It's actually a really cool castle on the outside It's also apparently one of the largest castles in Europe, which I didn't know. It didn't seem that big when I went, but that's interesting. So there's that. And then there's another castle, more of a fortress. It's called the Fortress of Diva. And so you're going to have to drive to see these castles. So that's where it becomes iffy, because if you're visiting a place and you don't have access to a car, it's like, how are you going to get there? If you do want to go to these castles, you're going to have to take a car. It's going to be a day trip, basically. You can do both castles together in the same day. The Fortress of Diva is on the way to Corvin Castle, so you can hit the Fortress of Diva and then go to Corvin Castle afterwards. It's like along the same road. It's a a two-and-a-half-hour drive to Corvin Castle, so it is a bit of a time commitment. So that's five hours of driving there and back. That's why I say you really just have to like want to actually go to these things, and maybe that means then Timishora, if you're having to choose between cities to visit, maybe then Timishora isn't the best place, because I think there's other cities where you're going to be able to see more things, and it's not going to be such a pain to to see those things. But if you do want to go to these castles, what I will say, Corvin Castle is pretty cool. Like I said, it's not like the greatest thing in the world. So do I think you're really missing out if you don't see this, if you want to go to Shora No, not really. And then the Fortress of Diva, it's up on this huge, huge hill. So you have to hike up to it, which I think is a cool little experience, a nice story to look back on. You do this, you know, maybe 45 minutes to an hour hike up this hill, and then you have this fortress. And you get great views of romania it's like a 360 degree right you can see everything and there aren't that many people there it's not really it doesn't seem like it's maintained or guarded or anything it's not like there's staff that work there you literally just can go in and walk around and check it out you don't have to pay or anything so that's nice with that so those are two options really what i didn't to sure is i just partied with like the people that were in the hostel i've said this in I think a few other episodes, Timmy Shore is honestly one of the best experiences of any city I've been to. It's one of the cities I look back with the fondest of memories and it simply is because I met so many like cool people in the hostel I was staying at and we all just went out. I think I went out three days in a row, which like I never do. I don't know how I survived it, but we literally would go out every night to the, you know the bars or the clubs and just check out the nightlife. There is a really cool nightlife in Timmy Shora as well. Once again it's like Cluj where it's not super like political or anything. You can just get in and have a good time. Highly, highly recommend that aspect of Timmy Shora. I think we went out like until 5 a.m. one night, 6 a.m. the next night, and like 3 a.m. the third night. And I just, I don't know how I survived it. Crazy. But yeah, I would just do that. And then I'd chill in Starbucks in the city center all day. It was honestly a really nice time, just chilling in Starbucks all day. They had a really nice Starbucks in the center of Timmy Shora. I'd, you know, eat good food, just edit photos, and just, you know, watch YouTube in the Starbucks. And then I'd go out at night with everyone from my hostel. Really fond memories of that. One thing that was cool, though, about Timmy Shore is when I got there, the night I got there, there was some huge concert going on. I could hear music when I got to my hostel because my hostel was, like, literally right near the city center. So it was really convenient. And then the following nights, they had all these events. So I think one of the nights, there was this movie. They had this gigantic screen out in the square, and they had a movie where people could just, you know, stand around or sit. I think they had some event where people were climbing this wall and they did some type of performance that was another one of the nights so i don't know if that was a specific like yearly thing or if that happens you know a few times throughout the year but if you are interested in that you know like i feel like that is a good time to go to timishora i was there at the beginning of may so if you're in timishora at the beginning of may you'll probably see a lot of that stuff too I saw the Avengers in Timmy Shora, which was nice. I went out with the people from my hostel. The malls are actually really nice in Romania. So and the movie theaters as well. I'd say they're actually better than the movie theaters in the US, unless you're going to like the really, really high-end movie theaters. But yeah, super nice in Romania. So did that. Once again, if you're looking to stay in a hostel and another hostel I cannot recommend highly enough, it's called the Freeborn Hostel. Really nice, helpful people. The thing that made this hostel, I think, my favorite of any I stayed at was because of how small it was. I'm not even kidding. Like, there was probably four people staying in the entire hostel, including me. So that's what made it so fun because you could go out with these people, right? You're in this group together and, like, the people that worked at the hostel, they also went out with us because there were so few people staying at it. They didn't have to really work so they could come out with us and hang out and yeah so we just like bar hop go from place to place there's a lot of cool bars actually in Timișoara, so we would go out and do that and yeah i just i can't i can't reiterate enough how much fun i had there Timișoara, as far as maybe you want to rest and party and meet some cool people if you're traveling alone or you're traveling long term then yes Timișoara is amazing if you're looking to just see things really and like experience Romania and its cities then maybe you skip Timișoara because like i said going to the two castles are a bit of a pain if you don't have a car there's no buses either to get to these castles so you're kind of screwed there and then also what i will say about Romania is it's actually like kind of sketchy with with the driving situation like a lot of it is just highways where it's one lane for each way that you're going and people will weave in between the other lane to get past people and that happens like frequently while you're on the highway so it is kind of dangerous and like for example when we were going to one of the castles like someone tried to zip into our lane to get past a car and we almost you know went head on into that person like the guy in my car had to slam on the brakes and like almost you know we almost collided so it is pretty dangerous i don't know if you're gonna want to you know be dealing with that if you're a foreigner especially so keep that in mind but yes the best of memories in timishora the last place that i went well not the last place actually it was the third to last place Because I went to Bucharest, I forgot about that. So, yes, the third place I went to was Brasov. And Brasov is another place you're going to be, it's going to be your base of operations for the castles that you're going to want to visit. As far as the food goes, this was another city, a lot of really great restaurants. I think the best restaurant in all of Romania, all right, I'm going to make that claim. The best restaurant in all of Romania, at least the one that I had, and I went to a lot of restaurants, was in Brasov. So, This place, you need to go here. It's called Terrar's Boutique du Vin. It's T-E-R-R-O-I-R-S. And then the Vin is V-I-N. This place, wide variety of food. I was so surprised at how good it was. I had, I think, one of the times I went cheeseburger with fries, another time I went pulled pork burrito, I had South African-style curry, I had a Cuban sandwich, I had Asian-style egg noodle stir-fry, New York cheesecake, chocolate lava cake with vanilla ice cream. Such great food. It also had a really good selection of wine, so if you're into wine, that's there as well. Great place to get a drink if you're just looking for that, but yes, the food is amazing. You have to, have to, have to go here. I ate her four times to die for, loved it. Another place I'd recommend, it is called Trattorian Artisan Foods. T-R-A-T-T-O-R-I-A-N. These are the places, Terrar's Boutique Vin, and then this place, Trattorian Artisan Foods. These are the two I'd say, like if you're gonna choose any of them, go to these places. I had pizza and calamari, great food, sat outside. It's nice with Romania. It reminded me a lot of Italy because there's so much seating outside with, you know, just patio seating and then like the umbrellas and everyone's just lounging and like drinking and just, you know, enjoying each other's company. You'll see that all over Romania, whether that's in Timishora, Cluj or Brasov. It's really nice and it reminded me a lot of Italy, which I really liked. Next place I'd recommend, and this one's kind of a joke, I don't really recommend this, I just think it's funny. There's a restaurant, it's called Dodo's Pizza. This place is the Chuck E. Cheese of Romania, so if you have kids, right, and they're just a pain in the butt and they won't eat anything and they need some type of entertainment, maybe you go here, it is kind of out of the way of the center of Brasov, but this place is near the bus stop to go to Brand Castle, so if you are taking the bus there... Then this is right here. That's why I ended up going here it was because I was hungry and I had to kill some time before the bus left for Brand Castle. So I went here and yeah, it was, there is a birthday party going on and there's just kids screaming everywhere and it was a nightmare, but the pizza, you know, it's good. I don't know if they recycle their pizza like they do at Chuck E. Cheese, you know, maybe they do, maybe they don't, but it was decent, not anything special. So I would say like, you know, disregard this place unless you have kids maybe, or unless you're looking for somewhere to eat before going to Brand Castle. Next place I'd recommend, and I'm hesitant to recommend this because the food was really good, but the service was awful, and it's called Bistro de la Art, so you can either take that as a warning to you know go there and check it out, or as a place to just avoid because the service was so bad, but this was probably the worst service I had in all of my trip. For what I don't know, for whatever reason, the girl like the waitress just had attitude with me. And then she also just was never there. And my food took like over an hour to come to me, which was, you know, like funny, too, because there was really no one in the restaurant. So it was just a pain. But the burger I had was amazing. I will say that food was good. So keep that in mind for there. The last place I'd recommend Festival 39. This place is good food. I had chicken pasta. It was different than the pasta you would normally have it had like a unique flavor to it so it was interesting i sat outside you know like in the the outdoor seating and that was nice so good food if you want to go there the nice thing about bruschetta is Let's see if I can lay this out for you now. The the map of Brasov. Brasov is really like a fairy tale, I'd say. It was the most fairy tale-like city that I visited. I was really blown away when I got there because I got there really late at night and I was just like this is insane like places like this actually exist. Everywhere you walked was cobblestone on the ground and then just like the buildings and the architecture it was so beautiful and I just really really enjoyed it. How the city's laid out is there's this gigantic square, I'd say we'll call it the center of the city, okay? And so once again, there's like a church in that square, and then there's just seating where you can sit around. And then in this square, there's just restaurants all around it. And then as you walk in deeper into the city, there's like a pathway, right? And it's just lined with restaurants and bars. And so that's where the tratorian artisan foods is there's just so many restaurants and like bars I think it's a really cool place to go you can really discover you know I think some really cool places in brush I ended up doing a free walking tour and they recommended like a lot of places to go especially for the nightlife and it seemed like the nightlife was pretty good there so if once again you're into that that's an option I at that point was so over, I think, going out from being in Timmy Shora that I didn't go out. I I was really social in Cluj and I was really social in Timmy Shora, but I was very anti-social, I'd say, other than talking to people staying in my room in the hostel. I was very anti-social in Brasov where I mostly did everything on my own, although I will say I did actually hang out with some random person I met. Shout out to Ben from England. But yeah, I, I met him just randomly. He was on the free walking tour with me and then he ended up he ended up going to Brand Castle the same day I was. And so we like hung out that day together and checked out Brand Castle. So yeah, I guess I was a little bit social, but yeah, I didn't go out. So there is a lot, I think, to discover that I maybe didn't necessarily get to see on my own because I was more, you know, in my own like, in my own element and more more about chilling. Like, once again, it was a very, very, like, Starbucks all day, go see something, kind of recover from Timishora, you know? It was more of that than, like, really exploring the city to the full extent, I think, of what is available in Brasov. In Brasov. So keep that in mind. For what to see in Brasov, there is a little bit more, I would say, than Cluj and Timishora as far as the city itself, There's the black church. Okay. That you have to pay actually to go inside and see it cheap though and quick. So that's, you know, one of the highlights of the city. And then there's a lot of cool places to go see views from of the city. So you get to see the rooftops and that's where you really get that fairy tale vibe because all the rooftops are just so gorgeous and brush of is surrounded by mountains on one side they actually have their own you know hollywood version of the hollywood sign they have their own sign that says brush Shove, like up in the mountains so you see that too it's just really beautiful two of the views that you could check out one of them i didn't do it's a cable car ride to tampa hill it's called and i was looking at pictures of that the other day it's actually a really stunning view better than the ones i got so I would highly recommend checking that out if you're into views or if you're like a photographer. If you're looking for Instagram-worthy photos, that's definitely one. So Cable Car Ride to Tampa Hill. The ones that I did do, so they have the white and black tower. That's what they're called. It's Turnal, Elb, and Negru. That's T-U-R-N-U-L and then A-L-B for the white tower and then Turnal and then Negru and for the black tower. This is a little bit of a hike. It's free. They're right next to each other. So, you know, it's not like you're going all over the place. But yes, this you will be able to see a view as well overlooking Brasov. If you go on my Instagram and find the Brasov photos, that's one of the photos is from that point of view. So I'd say those are the things you're going to want to do in the city other than kind of just discovering what else there is. Romania, it's not really about like museums and things like that. Like it is in the rest of Europe. Like if you're in a place like France or England, it's more about, I think just experiencing the cities and then you know going to these castles and doing these day trips if you're able to so onto the castles now these are the castles these are the highlights of romania these are the ones i think if you're looking to go to romania you want to see castles these are the two highlights these are the two you know like pr- the pride and joy i'd say of romania it's brand castle and Peles castle your base of operations is brush of for these two castles you also can actually go to Peles Castle from Bucharest. So that's an option as well. Keep that in mind. But Bran Castle, like I mentioned earlier, you could take a bus to it unless you're going to take a taxi. It's a $2 bus ride for a 45-minute drive. Really, really cheap. Bran Castle is the most famous castle because of Vlad the Impaler. If you're thinking of Dracula, right? The actual historical figure of Dracula, where Dracula is derived is from Vlad the Impaler. And so Bran Castle is where he actually lived. So in reality, it's actually very small when you're walking around. I didn't think it was that special, to be honest, on the interior it is nice on the outside. That's a cool little photo you can get. It is really hard though, I think, to get a good photo of Brand Castle because you're looking up at it and like the angles just don't really work out to where you're getting like a full view of the castle. So it is really hard to get a good photo of it. I was pretty bummed out about that. I think if you're really, really, you know, looking to get good photos and maybe you're a photographer or whatever, I think you can like hike up to different hills or different like mountain paths around Brandcastle and get like a view of where you're kind of looking down onto it and then you can get a really good photo. But it is difficult, so bear that in mind. There's a lot of tourist attractions and tourism catered to Brand Castle, as you can imagine, because of Dracula. So Everywhere there's going to be all these stands before you get to the castle where they're selling all these different, you know, little things and there'll be food and everything. So I'd say that's like the most tourist-heavy place you're going to visit in Romania as far as people kind of bothering you or like things you can buy, right? I'd say... There's not really any good food either that is surrounding Bran Castle. Like in the little town that Bran Castle's in, there's really not good food. Either if you can go really early in the morning and then like get back for like a late lunch maybe and like just eat back in brush off. or if you can bring your own food. I personally wouldn't really recommend eating in, in the town that Bran is in. It's not like the food was, we went to a restaurant, me and Ben, and I don't know about him, but I personally thought it was awful. And it was literally disgusting. Like the meat was raw that we had. We had like, you know, traditional Romanian food and the meat was raw. And I just, uh, it grossed me out. So I didn't eat anything. And that was kind of a bummer in regards to that. The other castle you're going to want to visit. And this one is beautiful on the outside. It's really nice. But also on the inside, it's really spectacular. I think it's more when you think of like royalty and things like that. And like castles that it more fits the bill. This castle, Palace Castle you need to take a train for this. Okay. It's four to 10 us dollars, I believe for the train. And this is in Sanaya, Romania. Okay. So if you're in Bucharest, I think it's an hour and a half train ride from Bucharest to this castle. So you could either be in Brasov or Bucharest. It was cool. I think if I remember correctly, this was another one they kind of cater where there's like There's people selling stuff and they cater to tourists as you're walking. You kind of have to do like a little, you know, walk along a path for like a half mile or so after you get to like the forest area. And then from there, you, you know, walk up to the castle and then you pay for it. And you actually have to do a guided tour. They're really, really particular at this castle. So you get a tour group and then you have your tour guide and you wait in this room together and then you like each tour goes separately and like they're very you know spread out and they actually make you wear shoe covers as well so that you're not damaging anything or tracking any dirt when you're doing the tour it is a really beautiful castle on the inside there's a lot of cool things to see I remember one of the earlier things you'll see on the tour is they have a weapon room with all these different types of swords and guns and things like that and it's actually really cool just to see the wide variety of swords that like exist because when you think of a sword right you don't really think anything like oh there's you know like obviously there's different sized ones maybe and stuff like that but Yeah there's just so many different swords and guns and all different types and it was really cool to see. So that I liked and then just seeing all the different rooms seeing the wealth that's pretty cool as well. So I definitely recommend Brush of. I definitely recommend you go to Brand Castle and Palace Castle. You're gonna want to do that. I think Palace personally was a better experience as in terms of like meeting my expectations, because Bran Castle, I think, you know, it being Dracula's castle, I think my expectations were a lot higher, so I was kind of let down. I mean, obviously, when you go to Romania, like, you're going to want to say you went to Bran Castle, because that's really the highlight of Romania, so, I mean, you're going to want to do that, but if I had to choose between one or the other, if you're strapped for time, I think, if you don't care about saying you went to Bran Castle, I think Peles Castle, personally, is a better experience so that's just my opinion the hostel i stayed at looking for a hostel it's called jugendstube hostel j-u-g-e-n-d-s-t-u-b-e really clean hostel nice staff highly recommend this one as well all the hostels i stayed at actually were amazing in romania it's actually weird that that was the case because that's not really common so I would say you're going to want 3 full days in Brasov because you're going to do a day trip for Bran, a day trip for Peles, and then you're going to want one day to just really explore the city and like check out the you know the Black Church and like get the views if that's something you want to do as well. So I'd say 3 full days. Two other places I would recommend that I didn't go to, but a lot of people that I met in Romania that you know were just visiting, a lot of these people ended up going to these places and said they were really nice places. I don't think these are necessarily places where you need to spend a few days in. It might just be a thing where if you're passing through, maybe for a day, you can check it out. One is called Sigishora. That's S-I-G-H-I-S-O-A-R-A. And then Sibiu S-I-B-I-U. These are both like Brushov fairy tale-like cities. I think they're probably more fairy tale-like than Brushav. Sibiu looks I think nicer just from the pictures I saw than Sigishora but those I'd say these these five places these five cities other than Bucharest those are the five cities that people frequently go to and the ones you're going to want to check out. I think ideally if you could do a road trip I that would be so much fun let's say you're in college like I said earlier or if you're just traveling throughout Europe if you had like a small group of friends and you could do like a road trip throughout Romania for like two weeks I think that would be so much fun to go to all these different cities that I mentioned and it would be really easy and then you'd also be able to do everything that would be I think a blast and then staying in those hostels knowing how much fun they were and like the people you'll meet I really really highly recommend doing something like that if you can if you've been listening carefully, you'll probably be thinking to yourself, I haven't mentioned Bucharest yet, and Bucharest is the capital of Romania. It's the biggest city, and I would say, do not go to Bucharest. Most of the people you'll talk to as well will say Bucharest is not a place you're not you're going to want to necessarily visit. I think Bucharest is definitely the worst city of all the places I went. Romania is really truly a beautiful place and the cities themselves are gorgeous fairy tale like right but Bucharest is the complete opposite Bucharest is very heavily like still from Soviet Russia it's still got like the remnants of that everything is gray there it's really ugly. And just the air there, like the vibe I got, it it just felt really different than any other place I'd ever been. Not that I felt like super, you know, scared or like I felt like it was in danger or anything, but it was just a weird vibe that it was something I never experienced before. Just something in the air, just like an uncomfortability or like a uh, like a roughness. So I didn't like Bucharest. No one I talked to like Bucharest. I really don't think you should go to Bucharest at all. Because if you're trying to prioritize your time, right, if you only have so many days to be in Romania, I definitely think you don't want to waste it on Bucharest. So heed that warning, keep that in mind. I was also only in Bucharest for two days because I had to be there to take a plane out of Romania. So did I get to, you know, experience everything in Bucharest? No, but I definitely don't think it's a place you... Necessarily should go. It's also pretty dangerous, I think. The stuff does happen there with like people. You have to be careful at night and things like that, from what I've heard. So, yeah, I would avoid Bucharest and then go to all the places I mentioned before that. So, what did I like about Romania and what didn't I like about Romania? What I liked, like I said, it's beautiful, it's really cheap, it's a great place where your money is going to get you by. So, if you need some downtime, you can have fun there. See some cool things, and you're not gonna be spending a ton of money, so that's nice. Like I said as well, it's a good road trip type trip if you have the ability to do that. The Romanian people themselves are so nice. I was really blown away at how nice they were. You won't have any problems. I don't think speaking English, there's people that are gonna speak English, so that's not gonna be an issue in all the cities I mentioned that I went to. I would say if you're in the actual city centers, right, and all the different places, English is going to be spoken, but then it's when you kind of venture out more and you're meeting more of like the people that live on the outskirts and things like that. That's when you're going to have a hard time finding people that speak English. So that won't be an issue. You can literally walk everywhere in all the cities that I mentioned, which is so nice. Other than the day trips, you're going to You know, take to these castles, whether you're taking a car, a taxi, or a bus. All these cities are small enough to where you can just see everything and walk. It's great. I love stuff like that. And it's not like you're going to be walking miles and miles a day, right? Everything's pretty close to each other. So that's really nice. Surprisingly, really good food, I thought. A lot of good restaurants and then also my favorite thing in the world is there weren't a lot of tourists and I always just love a place when there's not a lot of tourists when a place hasn't been you know tainted by tourism that is always really nice to see what I didn't like there really wasn't much honestly I'd say there's not a ton to see you're not going to a bunch of museums you're not seeing these really spectacular monuments or anything like that you're just really experiencing the city and then going to these castles are doing these day trips that's really it in my opinion at least that's what I like once again once you've been to some really awesome places like when you've been to Italy already when you've been maybe to Paris when you've been to Barcelona when you've been to these really just amazing places that have a rich history and have a lot of really great like feats of you know human achievement it makes other places that aren't like that it makes them just a little less you know interesting I think and a little it leaves you with a little less wonder than you would have had maybe if you had went to Romania for example like before you'd gone anywhere else in the world right so it's a different experience was it still amazing yes but there isn't a ton to see so I'll say that the other thing i didn't like like i said before was bucharest i don't think you should go there do not go to bucharest it's not worth it i promise you some quick little tips transportation like i said walk everywhere as far as the currency goes the romanian Lu, is that how you say it the Lu? i don't know if it's gotta go to the Lu. i don't know if it's Lu, but it's leu and then it's le for like the plural so lei and so Right now, as I'm recording this episode, it is Wednesday, March 27th. So one Romanian lei is 24 cents in US dollars. So keep that in mind. You can't use euros in Romania. Also, you're going to have to use their currency. I think in Bucharest, you might be able to get away with euros at like your hotel and places like that, like really big institutions. But yeah, you're going to want to use the Romanian currency. As far as how you should plan the trip now okay because like i said romania a lot of places you're gonna want to visit and you're gonna want to go in a specific order so here's how i did it and this is because i was in budapest before right so i took a bus from budapest and i went from cluj to Timisoara to Brushov to bucharest for my flight okay and so What I should have done was gone Timișoara, Cluj, and then of Bucharest, right? Bucharest is in the southern part of Romania. Cluj is the most northern city that you're going to visit in Romania if you do go there. And then Timișoara is west, and then everything else is kind of in the middle. So you're probably going to be flying, honestly, if you go to Romania. And so... The airport you'll be flying into, it's in a city called Otopeni. That's O-T-O-P-E-N-I, okay? And this is really close to Bucharest. It's right there. It's not in Bucharest. It's a little outside of the city. I think it's 17 kilometers or so. I don't know why I'm using the European Unit of Measurement because I use miles, but yes, it's 17 kilometers. And what you're going to want to do is you'll fly into Otopeni, okay? And then you're going to want to go to Brasov from there if you're not going to visit Bucharest, okay? So you would go Brushov and then you would go Sibiu, and then Sigishora if you want to go to those two places for maybe a day. And then you would go Cluj-Napoca, and then Timishora. And then you would go back down to Otopeni, basically, to fly back home. What you can also do is go Otopeni to Timishora, to Cluj-Napoca, down to Sigishora, then to Sibiu, then to Brasov, and then back to Otopeni for your flight. If you're taking a bus like I did, whether that's from the northern part of Europe, like above Romania, right, maybe like Ukraine, so like northeastern Europe, or if you're coming from Budapest, which is the western part, then you're either going to want to start in Timishora or Cluj-Napoca and then make your way down through Romania. So that's, that's how you're going to want to plan the trip. That's definitely the way to go. You basically just, you know, work your way down or you start down and work your way up. That's the best way to do it. I think, like I mentioned at the beginning of the podcast, a week and a half is probably ideal if you're doing a vacation if you're traveling long term then you know do whatever you want 2 weeks is probably a good amount of time to be in Romania and then as far as the places that I think you have to have to see remember don't just go to one city you want to go to multiple places I think you definitely need to go to Brasov and then you definitely need to go to Cluj-Napoca and then Timmy Shore, you can skip if you're not able to do the castles. I still think it's one of those places. It's it is beautiful, the city, and it is a place that is popular to go to. And then you don't necessarily need to go to Sigishore or Sibiu. But if you do wanna, you know, just check out the city, that's like a that's a day thing. So that I believe is it for Romania. That was, man, that was a guide on steroids. I think that's that's a unique guide because it's the only country where I actually went to a bunch of different cities so that's you know a pretty unique experience and it's nice to actually be able to go to a country and experience a lot of different places within the country because a lot of the time right it's great to go to a city in a country but you're not really getting the full scope of what a country is actually like so for example like going to France you know Paris everyone goes to Paris right but when do you ever get to go somewhere else in France other than just Paris where you're getting a you know better understanding of what it's actually like there? So I think that was something that I really liked about Romania is I got a, a great experience in all these different places and I got to see what it was like. If you have any questions about, you know, Romania, if you're planning on going there, please email me conjehancock at gmail.com. Or you can just message me on Instagram. Conje Hancock is my Instagram. Please Leave a review and subscribe to the podcast if you enjoyed it. I think next up on the podcast, we're going to be doing the Asia travel guides. I don't know. I think I've done most of the guides actually at this point. So all I have left really is Seoul, Tokyo, and Bangkok. So yeah, Asia is coming up. I'm sure those ones will be popular. I hope everyone has a wonderful rest of your week. I know this is coming out two days late now. I've been bad about these podcast episodes lately, not getting them out on Monday. But yes, happy hump day to everyone. Hope everyone has a great rest of your week, has a great weekend, and I will see everyone back on Monday for the next episode. Thanks, guys.